Welcome to Walking with God, Pat Barry and Jeff Quinto's podcast, where Pat and Jeff talk about their walk with Christ. My name is Pat Barry. And my name is Jeff Quinto. And about every two weeks, Pat and I get together and we talk about our walk with Christ. Now, this week, we're talking about something I think both of us think are interesting. It is, what is it? Walking by faith, not by sight, mm. which is great to say. And, you know, but it's one of those, it's one of those sayings. Well, walk by faith, not by sight. It, I don't want to say it can sound flippant, but it, it can sound flippant. But it, it, it sounds good, you know, but what does it mean exactly? So walking by faith, not by sight. I want to find out just exactly what it means. Yeah, and we have a hint, more than a hint, actually. We have an explanation from Paul in 2 Corinthians 5, 6-8. through 8. Paul writes, Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith and not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. For we live by faith and not by sight. What, what in the world does that mean? Well, I think this gives us a little bit better uh, understanding. Like I said, if you just take that that middle part, for we live by faith, not by sight, it's one of these things that we can tell people. In fact, I've heard, I've heard believers, well-meaning believers, uh, say this, but, you know, I think it can be dangerous when you, you come up against somebody who says, you know, I just lost my job and, and, and uh, you know, the house burned down and uh, I got diagnosed with a disease and my dog died and all kinds of things that happened to him. And you say, hey, you know, well, you know, sometimes you got to walk by faith and not by sight. That's not, that's not necessarily the thing to say, and it's it may not be the, the best thing. You need context, right? So, we're, first thing I think we we want to talk about is is context. So, therefore, we're always confident to know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. So, while we're in this body, we are away from the Lord. But it would be better to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. Well, yes, but actually we do have a way to do that, and that is with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will guide us if we allow him to guide us. And that is, I think, is is what we're talking about. So, you know, to just flippantly say, uh, well, walk by faith, walk not by sight, that's not exactly maybe as easy as it sounds. So what we're talking about is a much greater thing. And it is, it is I will say, uh, it, it's, it is difficult to do because in order to really walk by faith and not by sight, we have to start giving up a lot of things that we normally have. Like, oh, I know what's best for me, <laughs> right? right? I know what's best for me here. Mm, not necessarily. You probably don't. So walking by faith, allowing the Spirit to come in, and listening to the Spirit guide your steps. Yeah, you know, Pat, you said something really important there, I think, and that is listening to the Spirit. You know, we are people who make decisions. You know, both you and I are in business. In business, we seem to be rewarded for making decisive um, decisions. And the fact of the matter is that a fast decision may not be the best decision. Right. And I've found that when I pray about things and take some time to think about something, I will have a different decision in the end than I might have had otherwise. So my first inclination is to do one thing, but having thought about it, having let the Lord come into my my thinking and and be guided by the Holy Spirit, it ends up being different, and it ends up being markedly better. 
And but you know we're we're making decisions like left, right, and center. We're you know right now that's is that's is who we are. We're making decisions when in fact we should go slower. We should go much slower, and we should be careful about what we do, and we be prayerful about what we do. Absolutely, I think that the time factor the is is very important to be able to say okay to to be able to pray on it and then listen because you won't always. Here's the other thing, you know, when you when a prayer is answered, it's yes, no, not now. So don't be surprised if it's not now. So sometimes you're going to have to keep praying on on these things before you're you're given an indication, before you're given a direction, and before you you really understand what to do. I'll tell you, sometimes there are things that, that I've prayed about that have happened and they've happened. And by the time I, I realized they happened, it was, it's, it's done. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's sort of, it's sort of like one of those. So, so that can happen too. So this can happen, uh, in, in a variety of, of different ways, but it's not only, uh, it's not only in the new Testament, but it's actually in the old Testament too. Is yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Uh, looking at Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. That's what we're meant to do. And lean not on your own understanding. Absolutely. Submit to him in all ways. Now, does that mean that we ignore what's in front of us? That we... Um, that we say, oh no, that's 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 not the way this is supposed to happen. I know I told you this joke the other day, but it, so there's a guy drowning. I'll tell you for the for the sake of people listening. So there's a guy that's um, in a flood, and he's on his porch in the flood, and the the national guard comes up and says, hey, the flood is coming. You want to come in the boat? And the guy says, no, 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 that's okay. The Lord said he'd save me. Okay. So then uh, a little while later, it's up to his roof. So he's on the roof. And they said, hey, come on, we really need to go. And he says, nope, Lord said he'd save me. And so now the third time they come back, the guy's up to his neck, standing on his roof. They said, come on, buddy, you have to come in the boat. And he says, nope, nope, Lord said he was going to save me. Well, he he drowned. Hmm. So he's standing before the Lord and he says, Lord, what's up with that? You said you were going to save me. And the Lord says, hey, I gave you three chances. What more do you want? <laughs> so it's one of those things, just because it's not the way we envision that mm-hmm. the Lord is going to help us doesn't mean the Lord is going to help us. And that's why it goes back to, I think it's hugely important prayer life every day and, and consistently throughout the day. If you, if the spirit moves you to say a prayer, say a prayer that's going to, that's going to open those paths of being able to, to walk by faith and not by, by sight. But it's, it's, I will say, because I'm one who tries to do this and I'm, I would say I'm a work in progress. I think like most believers, I'm a work in progress. Um, it's not, it's not always uh, an easy thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, when you see people who do authentically walk by faith, it is inspiring beyond belief. And, uh, we both have met now, um, Manaj Magar from Mumbai who walks his whole life, he and his wife by faith. And they started a ministry, a ministry 20 years ago, they started and they saved their money and they saved 933 rupees. Now, I didn't know how much 933 rupees was. It turns out that they had saved the phenomenal sum of $11.27. Yeah. <laughs> and they, with that, they started a ministry 20 years ago that continues today that affects literally dozens upon dozens of, of people that would not have been helped otherwise. And it's all this walking by faith. It's just 
accepting that that if God wants you to do this, God will provide the way. And his life is a testament to that. But you know, for you and I, we're what we don't do things right away because we're waiting to you know make a plan and to see how everything's going to work and make sure that everything's in place. And we delay and delay and delay. In the case of Menage, he just goes forward. He goes forward when he when he sees God's lead because he has faith that God will take care of what needs to be taken care of. That is to me the essence of walking by faith. Going forward when you when you sense that God is wanting you to go forward and not worrying about exactly how it's going to work out, just knowing that it will work out in God's way and in God's time. And I think for for us in the West, in the United States in particular, that uh, that can be difficult. And it's because there are there's so much stuff around. Like we don't I don't want to, we don't have a need in a lot of places. We do, but we think, maybe the better way to put it is we think we don't have a need to to walk out in faith because so much of this is is already being done. We can do so much of this on our own. You know, we don't need to pray in the United States about uh, having enough to eat, about having shelter over us, about about being free. In other countries, they're, they are literally praying to be sustained from day to day, and they don't have the freedoms that we have in the United States. And there are many places in the world where literally being a Christian can cost you your life. And sometimes I think, how many people in the United States, how many Christians in the United States could stand up to that sort of persecution, that real persecution? In the United States, somebody might say something bad to you, maybe get in your face, maybe, you know, but it's not going to be, you're not going to die. I mean, you're not going to be thrown in jail. Um, although there, there have been a couple instances where it's moving that way, but you know, for the most part, you're not going to be thrown in jail. It's not going to be like it is in other countries. And sometimes that's, that's where we have to get to in order to walk by faith. We have to come to this internal understanding in our hearts. We absolutely need Jesus Christ. We need the Holy Spirit in our lives. And that also goes back to prayer. Yeah. It really centers on that, doesn't it? It does. In order to get your mind open to allow the Holy Spirit to come upon your life and affect your life, you have to be silent. You know, prayer, we think prayer is a, a list of petitions to God, right? Here's God, here's what I want. I want this and that and this other thing. And, and then God is like some sort of a cosmic ATM and gives you what you ask for. We're meant to be listening. Prayer is meant to be listening, not just speaking. And the listening is the hard part because we want what we want and we want it now, right? Right. And if God is in fact this uh, cosmic ATM, you know, he's, he's available to do it, so let's be asking. And the reality of it is we need to take a breath. It gets back to this thing we started with talking about making decisions so quickly. You know, when we do that, we don't allow the Holy Spirit to come into our lives and to, to help us form our decisions. And we need to do that. And it's amazing how things that I would have otherwise done so quickly, I now do in a more contemplative way and make better decisions. Make better decisions, not just for me. You know, when you make a decision, the standard should be, how does this work in the world? Not just for me, but for other people. Right. And so how does that work? What The things that I do, how does that work for me and the world? How does it fit in the world? And as you think about those things, you behave differently. You do. And, and another thing, is this what God wants you to do? Because this is another area I think we can get caught up. Oh, it's a good thing to you know, fill in the blank, 
to to help out other people in whatever way that uh, you, you want to help out. Now, if you have that that sense of hey, I I I, I have a feeling I've got this pulling on my heartstrings here. I've got a heart to to do this. Chances are that's God telling you, you know, you can somehow uh, help in that area, whether it's uh, working at a food pantry, feeding the homeless, you know, uh, going into senior centers, spending time with people, whatever it might be. If God gave you the heart for that, then I would say to follow that path. But we, we, we don't, you can't stop there. You have to keep listening because does God want you to be a part of a ministry? Does he want you to start a ministry? Is there someone somewhere in whatever uh, you want, area you want to serve that he specifically wants you to be with? So there's always, there are always things that you, you need to be open to the Holy Spirit, to hear the voice, to, to get the direction um, that you need to go. And sometimes um, it, it's going to be something that you're saying, do you really want me to do this? <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. There are people, I've heard stories of, of people who have had uh, unbelievable faith. Heard the story of uh, of guy um, and, the, and the woman who actually converted to Christianity. She was, uh, she was an atheist uh, working at a, um, like a quick trip type, type place. Um, and she, there was friends that were talking to her about, about Christ and she wasn't sure. And, um, she um, she actually got away from that group for a little while, and just out of the blue, this guy comes in. She says, "I remember him kind of coming in, and he, he's kind of looking around, and he's looking nervous." And he walks up to her and he says, um, uh, "I got a message for you. Uh, God told me to tell you that He sees you and loves you." And he left. And she said, "Right there, um, she that that was like her moment." And but imagine being the guy. That actually good for him, because he felt this. Hey, God's telling me I got. I have to. I have to go in here and do that, you know. But I, I, I think most of us might have a little problem saying, "Really? Do you really want me to do that?" Because I don't know this woman. Uh, there, there's, I've, I've never seen her before. But you know what? God is never going to ask you to do anything illegal or immoral. The the biggest, the biggest risk we have is we look a little silly sometimes. Yeah. And we probably look silly most of the time anyway. We probably do. <laughs> I'm speaking for myself. I don't speak for you, but speaking for me. Yeah, we need to be open to these kinds of things. And and that's a, your example of just somebody coming up and saying, you know, God loves you is a is a beautiful example of that. We just need to be open and you know, by being open and and it's always about helping people. It's it's never about hurting them. It's always about helping them. It's always it's always one on one. That's one of the things that I'm I'm completely convinced of. We need to be in ministries and in places where we're helping people one on one, face to face. It's the it's the whole thing that we're meant to do. And you know, we're meant to do more than just tell people that you know God loves you and that's the end of it. We're meant to do this. You know, in in James we read. Uh, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled without giving them the things needed for the body. What good is that? Well, that's just the truth, too. We're meant to take care of people. You know, we're not just meant to say things to people. We're meant to do things for people. That's what our calling is. You know, we're here on this earth. We're, we're meant to help each other. The whole thing surrounds this, do unto, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's what we're meant to do. That's the standard that we're meant to live by. And we're meant to help people in the smallest ways and in bigger ways. 
we're, we're meant to do it in every interaction. We're meant to reflect the Lord Jesus Christ. We're meant to be this city on a hill. Individually, we're meant to be a light on a hill. We're meant to be a light in the world, a light in a very dark world. Nobody be confused about the world we live in. It is very dark, and we're meant to be the light in that world. And we're meant to be it even at cost to us, even when it is costly to be that light in the world. We're meant to do that, and this living by faith is really the example of that. That's what we're meant to do. You know, we have an audience of one. You know, that's God above. God is watching what we do, and if, if we act in a way that would honor God in everything we do, not only are we going to be fine, but the world is going to be a little better place because of us. And that's what I think the legacy we want to be. Now, nobody's going to build a, a building and name it after us or put up a statue in a park somewhere because you were kind to someone. Well, they might. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might. Yeah, would you do that when I go? Could I have you know, a statue somewhere? I'll see what I can do. I don't know that I can work it out, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. It doesn't have to be much of a statue, but it would make me feel better if there was a, at least a small statue. But then, then uh, uh, that wouldn't be my, my actual wish. It wouldn't be my wish at all. My wish is that when I face God, he will say, you know, Jeff, you had some rough moments there, but I'm real proud of you for some of the things that you did. And I hope that that's the case. And uh, Maybe it will be, and I think that we're forgiven for what we do that's that either inadvertently or purposely that is that is wrong, but we're meant to improve. You know, the whole idea of sanctification is this continual improvement. So we're not meant to be at the same place all the time. We're meant to be gradually improving, gradually purifying, sanctifying. We're meant to do that. We're meant to do that throughout our lives. Now, I'm particularly lucky because I've had a long life so far, and I hope that I'm in the fourth quarter of my life. I hope that I've not been given the two-minute warning. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that I have a full quarter of my life to go. But, you know, it's meant to be improving. It's meant to be improving. Now that I can kind of see the end um, somewhere, I'm I'm thinking, you know what? I, I need to do better. And I can't do what I did before because that's not acceptable because now I know better. And that's what happens when you're in Scripture. You come to a point where you know better. In other words, you don't just float along like everybody else. You're not part of the culture. We're meant to be separate from the culture. We're meant to love people no matter what, whether they agree with us or they disagree with it. We're meant to love them. You know, you and I read this book by uh, Choco de Jesus, Love Them Anyway. Yeah. And actually, I was looking at it last night. I was looking at some of my notes from it last night and realizing this is what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to judge people. You know, we're not supposed to judge them and say, oh, well, this person is this or that person is that. You know, we're not supposed to do it. We're just supposed to love them and let the Holy Spirit do the rest. And that's where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to do. And if we do that, the world is a better place. And it is better because we did it. And that should be, that should be something that it, there'll be a point at which we make an accounting, and that will be the kind of thing that God will say, you did well. And he's going to say you did well with little things you probably don't even remember, like you were nice to a given person, you helped them out or did this. Not monumental things. I think God is looking at even the little things. And we're meant to provide for people in a way face-to-face, in small things, in bigger things. Our life is meant to be outwardly focused to help other people. Exactly. And I think this is one of the things that, and maybe the main thing, that you get when you walk by faith, or at least attempt to walk by faith. It's that it's that eternal perspective. I think your, your perspective changes. And it's good to have that because, you know, we're all, we're all trying to do the best that we can, but ultimately this is like you said, you're the last quarter. If we're lucky, we get a hundred years on this planet, and then there's there's eternity, and we're not taking anything with us. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. and it's 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 wonderful to have a comfortable life here, but it 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 can't be the be all and end all. 
Um, you know, I had a, a I was going to ask if you thought that um, if walking by faith was it was a, a good a good thing to do is if it, it was a, a good experience. Um, m- maybe there's a, there's a different question there that um, it's maybe it's it has to do with a, a joyful experience. I because because I don't know if you walk by faith, um, things m- may not necessarily always be easy. Yeah, uh, and I, in fact, I, I think sometimes they, they can tend to get difficult just because you are going to be put in situations that are going to be contrary to what the world says. But I do believe you, you find, and I find this every day, um, you find a different type of joy, a joy that sustains you and, and you find something different that sustains you and, and different things become important to you that weren't maybe important even last week. It's just, it's a different way of living. And I think it all, kind of turns on that that perspective you have that that eternal perspective to know that this is all borrowed it's all god's it's all borrowed it's all going to go back to him at the end anyway so you know it's like what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul and that's that that's so true because what this is just it all fades away it all goes but eternity doesn't go and you know, if you can, if you can do your part to help someone have a little more comfortable life here, to do something kind here that maybe changes their perspective, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. It is, and and we are we are doing this for the audience of one. That's what we're meant to do. We're meant right. to do these little things, one on one. They don't have to be spectacular. They don't have to be unbelievable, but they need to be loving. And that's what we're meant to do. We're meant to love everyone. And by our example, that will change people, maybe in a little way. And it isn't just up to us. It's up to the, the, the Holy Spirit. So maybe we start something. Maybe we're a tap on the shoulder. And maybe that person gets another tap and another tap and another tap and, and finally decides to come to the Lord. But we were part of that, a small, albeit a small part of that. But that's what I think we're supposed to do. And that is the essence of walking by faith. We just walk by faith. You know, there's a a beautiful explanation of faith in Hebrews, a famous explanation, actually, in Hebrews 11.1. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So that's what faith is. We have this confidence in what we don't see. But in a way, I understand that we see it because you can see it in the witness of your life, and you can see it in the witness of other people's lives. You can see how it works. You can see how walking by faith looks, what it looks like in a life. And I've been blessed by meeting so many people, by knowing as friends and knowing from the distance so many people who live a life walking by faith and what they're able to accomplish over time, over what seems to be insurmountable things against them, they are able to move forward on faith. And that's, I think, what we're supposed to do. Absolutely. And it's, it's those, uh, those individuals, they are a great inspiration for myself too. I know I've, I've met some of them. I've been blessed enough to to be able to meet some of them. And they are an inspiration when you get up against a situation or when it comes to, to loving your enemies. That's always uh, that's always a big one. Uh, praying for your enemies and, you know, helping other people along the way. Again, I think that goes to walking by faith because it's not it's not our job to to make converts. Uh, it's our job to to go out and spread the world the word. Uh, hopefully, we get some some disciples, and if someone comes to Christ, and we can help disciple them. But it's it's not our job to actually con- convert. It's just our job to spread the word and plant the seeds. And you have to trust that God will do things in His time. Yeah. 
That's what we're meant to do. Trust and obey. Trust and obey. Walking by faith. Well, thank you, Pat. This has been fun. I've enjoyed this, this conversation that we've had here today. And, you know, Pat and I started this. Now, I guess, are we going on three years? Three years. Wow. Unbelievable. I know. That is unbelievable. The, uh, yes, we're going on three years. He and I are handsomer than we were when we started, <laughs> younger looking, and uh, uh, and perhaps happier, actually. Um, that might be true, but we, we started this three years ago on a premise, and a, a quote that affected both of us greatly, and that is from C.S. Lewis, Christianity, if false is of no importance, and if true of infinite importance, the only thing it cannot be is moderately important. And the reason this is so affecting to me and to Pat is that most of us live in this lukewarm world, this lukewarm Christianity, where we're neither hot nor cold, as we know from Revelation. We are we are lukewarm, and we're not meant to be lukewarm. We're meant to be on fire for the Lord. He deserves that. And as we become more and more committed to the Lord, our lives change, and they change in a good way. And as Pat said a couple of times here, it doesn't mean that every bad thing that might happen to you doesn't happen. It isn't some magical thing where money's going to arrive in the mail when you when you least expect it. No, that isn't what it's about. It's going to change you at a, at a heart level, at a soul level. And by being completely committed to Christianity, your life will be different. And so we offer that to you, and I hope this has been helpful. Will you join me in prayer? Lord, we thank you for this lessons in living by faith. May we may we live out those lessons of living by faith. May we may we stop before we make a decision and see what you say about things. Slow down a little bit and think about how you would deal with this, not just how we would deal with it or not how the culture tells us to deal with things, but how would you have us deal with things? We are after all aliens here on our way to eternity. Lord, will you help us to honor you with everything we do in this life in Jesus holy and mighty mighty name? Amen. Amen.